0: At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our February Wellness and Movement Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters group, which is our support and accountability group for all things health, wellness, and nutrition. The February Wellness and Movement Challenge begins on Thursday, February 1st, 2024, and is a 29-day, month-long challenge all focused on health, wellness, and moving our bodies. Join in and focus on getting in 20 minutes of movement of some kind every day or 8,000 steps per day and complete a wellness challenge of the day for each day of February. It's just simple and effective. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters group. That's $9.99 per month. Plus, you could try it out for free for one week with a free trial. If you want support and accountability as you work on your nutrition and movement goals, especially as we continue through 2024, join the February Wellness and Movement Challenge by heading to the link in the show notes to join the Goal Getters Group. If you're listening to this episode past the start of the challenge, feel free to check out the Goal Getters Group anyway, because we have challenges throughout the entire year that focus on mindfulness, nutrition, sleep, movement, and more. I hope to see you inside of the challenge.
1: Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertore, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits
0: and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever. Find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt. Learn how to create balanced meals and snacks and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this.
1: Hi, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie.
2: Hello, how's it going?
1: So good, (laughs) so good. Well, I was feeling really inspired for today's episode topic because we're going to talk about if you should accept being hungry or not when you're trying to lose weight. Like, is being hungry a normal part of a weight loss journey? We're going to break all of that down because this comment actually came from a grandmother of one of my previous clients who, in her rage, reached out to me and just had to kind of fill me in on the whole situation. Um, So... Essentially, my uh, former client has formed, you know, she formed so many incredible habits and routines to help her achieve some of the, you know, unhealthy weight that she had gained and, you know, just learned how to feel her body for performance and all that kind of stuff. And she's been out of the program now for a few years and she just, you know, through life circumstances, she was finishing her master's degree. She went on a couple of vacations. She just, you know, had put on a little bit of the weight that she had previously lost. and was just, you know, her talking with her grandma after coming back from a vacation. Her grandma made a comment about, you know, looked like, oh, you gained a little <laughs> bit of weight, you know, which all, first of all, we're just going to say that <laughs> that... You should never comment on someone's weight gain. That is just like not good for anyone's moral <laughs> or like morality m- morale, right? right. Like, yes, yes. just not a great a uh, real comment, to, right? Exactly, yeah. not a great comment <laughs> to killer. receive, um, regardless of if it's true or not. So, just one of those. Comments. We know it,
2: right? It's like yeah. if nobody needs to tell somebody.
1: <laughs> no, because those words can really. Yeah. You know, unless you're telling me I lost weight. (laughs) When people are like,
2: "You lost weight," yeah, but even no, I know, no, I totally agree. We talked about before, right? A lot of times when we've talked
1: about before, Yeah. yeah, it's just not appropriate to comment on someone else's body like that. So. Anyway, already like not great that she commented about how she, you know, looked like she had gained a little bit of weight. And my, you know, um, former client, you know, confidently shared about how she's gonna get back into her, you know, routines Mm -hmm. and her habits that she knows make her feel her best with fueling herself with good meals and getting back to her, you know, movement routine and all that kind of stuff. And her grandmother just kind of looked at her and was like, well, honey, you might have to accept that in order to lose weight, you're going to be hungry. And (laughs) again, (laughs) my friend and former client was just appalled by this comment. And I think it just really goes to show how I would say many people in former generations, that's just how they lost weight was they just starved themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think people can still struggle with it now, although I think the cat's more out of the bag, right? Like that that's not normal and that there's other ways to be mindful and lose weight if that's your goal. Um, But anyway, I just really wanted to kind of make this an episode topic today just because I just need to lay it out plainly that as a registered dietitian, being hungry... If you're trying to lose weight, or in general, if you're going to be hungry for long periods of time, this is a big red flag. This would be a big red flag for just your day-to-day life of like, oh, I actually should eat something because hunger is actually your body's internal cue to you to eat something. And if you're ignoring that internal cue, then we need to ask why. Are you not stopping to make time for eating? Are you, uh, you know, pushing through work time? Or are you purposely preventing yourself from eating in order to achieve something like weight right. loss? So I just kind of wanted to break it down a little bit no, more. it's great.
2: It's a very, very real thing, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Because you – I think, too, a lot of the times you don't really think about something like this. And then when it – when you kind of sit back and you're like, oh, wow, like – I never thought about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I do think like that or this has happened to me before and it's a very relatable topic.
1: Oh, for sure. So kind of going back to like, I know Katie, you and I share so much about like our previous like dieting Mm journeys. So can you just tell me a little bit more about like how you used to feel or not feel hunger and like, were there any things that you did to like stave off your hunger when you knew you really should have yeah
2: I I'd say there were many things that I did that um I just would fight the fight the hunger like I would never eat throughout the day mm. um I would only have like one meal and I'd save it for like a buffalo chicken salad at panini's at like at dinner you know because yeah. it was like it was like okay well I'm going out to eat so I'm only allowed to have like one salad and it would have to be like grilled ch- chicken it couldn't be crispy chicken like mm. it just was like very um like oil and vinegar like it was just so so like extremely, um, disciplined in particular. Like mm-hmm. I don't, or, you know, just very crazy. You were regimented.
1: Yeah. About, like and what you had a lot of food rules, a about. lot of food
2: rules. Right. And I think like I, if I ate, um, in the morning, it was just like, a, um, almonds and yogurt. Mm. And, um, I, like even sometimes I feel like fruit was like a bit of a red flag, like mm. not too much fruit. Right. Yeah. And it was like, you know, You can't just wake up and have, like, a yogurt and then wait 10 hours, 12 hours to eat. I mean, granted, like, we always talk about this. Like, right now, I mean, I'm going to be honest, my life is a little crazy. Like, Uh today, I'm honestly starving right now doing this podcast. Uh Not because I'm purposely doing it, but because today has been so hectic and crazy that I really just haven't ate yet. And it's horrible. Like, I know that better. Shame on me. But my whole point in bringing this up to you is there's a different in a mindset of, like, what it used to be like for me versus now. Like, now it's like, oh, my gosh, like, life is just crazy. Like, that's, you know. Right. right need but to
1: create more pauses create more, in your day absolutely. and you know pack yes. some snacks with you and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's more of this understanding of the fact that you do not have to accept being hungry when you're trying to lose weight and I would say that if you are going long periods of time being hungry, that is a red flag. So, yeah um I know for myself uh, yeah it was the same thing like it was almost like I try it was almost like a competition with myself to see like how long I could like allow myself to be super hungry before I would like give in Which And is finally so bad. like I know yes. awful yes. oh my gosh before I would finally I can't even like, imagine
2: like I'm always right. like I need food right now <laughs> I know
1: oh my gosh same and I think and I don't know if it's like yeah, just like that, long, those long periods of time where like I did force that, that, you know, now my blood sugars are super sensitive and like I can tell when I'm like starting to get really hungry and I need to eat something. But nonetheless, I definitely used to stave off hunger by like chewing a crazy amount of gum or drinking a lot of water or, yes. um, Oh, let me just have like a couple of almonds or like diet or, Pepsi
2: or yeah, like anything that was like, um, like
1: non-caloric or super low calorie yeah, that you could like, like kind of fill up on in order. and yeah. stuff like
2: that. Like I would pound like a whole pack of LaCroix just because I didn't want to Yeah.
1: Eat. Right. Right. And, and what... it's like, that <laughs> it's is literally water. It's water. It's not really exactly. Water. <laughs> that's, you know, water can, you know, we do get the same signal for hunger as we do thirst the brain, but you know, so While there are times we may feel like we are hungry, it could be due to dehydration and we need to drink water. But, you know, if you are in a consistent, you know, pattern of feeling hungry and you know you're trying to stave off that hunger because you feel like you shouldn't be eating something, or you're like, oh, like I already had a meal or I already had a snack and so I don't you're kinda telling yourself you don't deserve to eat more and you're not going to honor that. Again, that is not okay. Um, I've had one of the questions that I actually talk about with my clients in our check ins is like, you know, how mindful were you with what you ate um, this week? And were there any meals or snacks that your body did or did not feel best with? And sometimes um, my clients can recognize that certain meals or snacks did not keep them full for very long. You know, say for example, Eating an apple, you know, may fill you up for 30 minutes, but then you're hungry again.
2: Apple was also a big one. Yeah. It would be like, you know, like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, eat an apple. That'll eat
1: apple and black coffee. And I was yes. like, I couldn't have anything else. Coffee and too. that did not fill me up for very long. So then I was like starving when it came time for dinner. That was faint. like an afternoon yeah. snack. And now it's like, you know, encouraging my clients like, hey, pair that apple with a protein or like you know, some sort of fat source, like have some almond butter with that apple, have a protein bar, have a yogurt, have something that's actually, right. Have something that's actually going to have like some staying power for you. And honestly, you know, when I have clients who tell me that they're hungry a lot, again, I'm thinking immediately to the fact that their blood sugars aren't balanced enough, their meals probably aren't balanced enough, and they may not be eating enough throughout the day in order to you shut off those hunger hormones. And so this is something we really dive deeper. And, you know, we talked about that Mm -hmm. in the coaching program. Like this is something we're really going to dive deeper on because I don't want my clients to feel hungry. You know, yes, it is normal and good that, and it shows that your metabolism is healthy if you're noticing that you're hungry at regular intervals throughout the day. Because again, hunger is a signal to your body that it needs more fuel. But we don't want to feel excessive amounts of hunger. We don't want to feel like we're hungry shortly after eating a meal or snack. Again, that's a red flag that we need to adjust some things in our nutrition. Also, not to mention, kind of like what you were sharing, going long periods of time in between eating meals or snacks um, and you're noticing you're super, super hungry, that usually sets you up to overeat at the next meal or snack because you've gone too long right. in between eating situations, right? So, you know, if my clients share with me, oh my gosh, I just have such a hard time, you know, like with late night eating, it's like, I come home from work and I just like want a snack and then I eat dinner and then I still want more snacks. So I'm so hungry. And it's like, well, cause you've probably allowed yourself to get too hungry throughout the day. And maybe we need to tweak some meals and snacks. So, I could just go on and on about this topic, but I just think it's horribly wrong to think that in order to lose weight, you should be hungry.
2: Because that's Uh, just
1: not true. It
2: logically doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to be. I can't believe that I thought that once right, upon a time. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I think too, like people want to like crash diet, right? Like, oh, we've got a wedding this weekend. Like I want right. to look good in that dress. So yeah. I'm just going to like really power through this week and like probably try and eat as little as possible. This used to be my mindset. Me too. Let me try to eat as little as possible this week. Okay. I could just like power through the hunger, um, feeling hungry and feeling miserable and then come time for the wedding and after you know, then it's like, okay, after the wedding and I'm not trying to fit into a certain dress anymore, like, okay, forget it. I'm gonna go and eat whatever. So again, if you're trying to be on a sustainable weight loss journey, right, you should not be feeling that crazy amount of hunger. You should not be trying to restrict so much and limit your eating so much to lose that weight because that's not sustainable. Right. You're gonna feel hungry again. You are gonna want to eat and you're just you you never formed any habits. (laughs) The only habit you formed which was a short-term habit was to just starve yourself exactly. and that's not going to lead to long-term success so
2: and I will say this I feel like in the last like however many podcast episodes I have totally talked about like how back-to-back weddings I've had this mm-hmm. whole summer mm-hmm. but let me tell you this like Brittany you just brought up like the best point ever because it's so true like you know a Old me would have totally been like, let's crash diet. Well, now I'm like, okay, like I know this week, yet again, I have another wedding (laughs) this weekend. I know a better, healthier version instead of a crash diet is to simply just like relax, go for a walk, do my three meals a day, go to the grocery store. I'm doing that tonight. I'm loading back up on my food. I'll do a little bit of meal prepping tonight. That way I'm set for the week and I feel full. My cup is full, right? Like, like from a health standpoint, from a mental standpoint, like I'm back I'm back and then yeah. I can go and enjoy myself with my friends this weekend at another wedding. Yes. And, and that's the difference between healthy and not healthy and just, yeah. just the way that I completely look at things differently than what I used to. Oh and I'm my gosh. a million times percent happier.
1: <laughs> right? Yes. Because how <laughs> miserable. Oh, of course. And I just, I, I love how much we can relate on this topic because it really just makes me so sad to think that there are so many people here. Maybe you're listening, or maybe you've experienced this in the past, or maybe you know someone who's really struggling with this, but like to honestly just like restrict so much that you are feeling hungry all the time. Maybe all of your thoughts are just being consumed with food about food.
2: Yes. And that you was know, what's happening. That me. was the same.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because again, that is your body's physiological response to get you to think about food, to go get the food, to then eat the food, to then nourish yourself. And when we aren't doing that, and we're just restricting and trying to distract ourselves and trying to eat as little as possible again like that will lead to weight loss but that is disordered eating which right. could lead to a full blown eating disorder but you know again just with having a ben wanting season i did share this about this on my story um a couple of weeks ago when we were getting ready for your, your brother's wedding, there was a dress. I don't think I shared, told you this specifically, but there was a dress that I was planning on wearing to the ceremony. Oh, for Ben? And, yes. Okay. And I tried it on the night before and it did not fit.
2: <sighs> Which is okay.
1: I know. And it was a dress that I hadn't worn since college. So I was in a wedding in college, wore the dress. And so I just assumed it was going to fit. And I'm glad I tried it on the day before, not right before, because that would have been just mentally not not great. Cause again, like, and I just wanted to, nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to share that. Cause as a dietitian, some people look at me like, Oh, well, you know, you probably have everything in your closet probably fit. Yeah. You, you never perfect. have these issues. It's like,
2: no, no. You do and this like, because, I haven't worn yeah. this
1: dress since like I've been postpartum too. So it's just like my body has shifted and changed. So even though like I still fit into a lot of other clothes, it's just like the way that dress was cut. It wasn't zipping up. I know. And like the old me totally would have been like guilting and shaming myself and like, oh my gosh, look at those snacks that you ate this week. You shouldn't have, you know, no. eaten this. and all this, right. It's like the mental gymnastics that your that your brain <laughs> that starts going through. Yeah. 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 Where, and you know, the old me probably would have tried for like 24 hours to just be like, okay, let's eat I as know. little as possible to fit into this specific dress. Wow, sounds so and terrible. again, clothes, clothes are meant to fit you. Not the other way yeah, around. You're not meant to and fist so squeeze into them. So again, like, you know, I reminding myself, like, I don't need to accept being hungry. I don't need to starve myself. I need to actually fuel myself really well over this next day to feel my best going into this yeah. wedding. And so, you know, I just I hope that anyone listening today just truly understands the importance of hunger cues and you know, listening to your hunger cues, honoring those hunger cues, is actually the for one of the first things we focus on in the coaching program. You know, we talked about the hunger scale, and we talked for about sure. listening to all that because too, if you've struggled with disordered eating um, for a long time, you may not know how to recognize these cues, and these cues may be very skewed in the beginning. And so we need to talk about how to get those, how to get your hunger back into a good natural rhythm, Mm um, in order to, you know, heal any, you know, issues with your relationship with food and your body. And eventually if your goal is, you know, healthy, sustainable weight loss that we can get to that point while, you know, keeping our hunger in check and while nourishing our body really well. So Gosh, I could just go on and on about this topic, (laughs) but nonetheless, again, bottom line is that you should never feel hungry. Excessively, um, or for long periods of time, with trying to lose weight, um, that's actually a really bad, big red flag. And you actually should feel really great and very well nourished and satisfied when you're on a sustainable weight loss journey. And you know when you are trying to improve your health and nutrition. So, I think that's all I have to share today. I think that's great. Awesome. I think we on. A yeah, lot of stuff. I think so too. So, you know, and just. I know that some of you listening may have resonated with that comment that came from my client's grandmother. And I just, you know, want to share too that if someone does share with you a comment that you don't agree with or maybe throws you off, you know, it's, it's okay to sit with that thought and even reach out to me. Let's chat about it. You know, it, sometimes those comments can be really hard to, to take and to handle. And, you know, if you do know better and you do know, like that's actually not appropriate or that's not really the way to go about it, try and inform that person in a polite way about actually, you know, I've learned that by nourishing my body well, I can still, you know, uh, you know, work on my health and nutrition journey and even lose weight sustainably without being excessively hungry. You know, I don't need to starve myself in order to achieve those results that I'm looking for. You know, so it is okay to inform people. I know we're going to be approaching the holidays soon. And <laughs> this is when a lot of those comments can come up regarding your body, regarding weight. You know, people are going to be starting to talk about, you know, their New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff about losing weight. So I just um, hope that this podcast can also be a platform and an area area for you to just learn how to approach those kind of comments but maybe we'll do another podcast episode on that I in the know, future right? to help equip our listeners with Get how to running. handle the uh the party talk so oh gosh i know uh, that'll be good but anyway <laughs> thank you so Dude, much man, i've had
2: 18 weddings to prepare myself for that. right i know seriously <laughs> all of the unwanted comments
1: but we hope that you found this information be helpful and we'll talk to you on the next episode Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called The Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org, If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.